Do you have travel buddies? We do. In this episode, we take you to the pristine beaches of Destin, Florida with our friends. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. Welcome to the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Jamin Howden, and I'm here with my co-beach bum and wife, Hillary. Um, I think what you meant was like beach body wife. Oh, like, beach, beach babe. Beach babe. Yes. Oh, I knew it was a B word. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beach babe. <laughs> I negotiated that before we got on the air. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're in the middle of season four. And today's all about Destin, Florida. That's right. Ooh, we love Destin. It is beautiful. Yeah, great place. It's within driving distance of Dallas, Texas, which is where we live. Yes. Which is awesome. Um, and we went again with our friends, Jeremy and Elsie. Jeremy, Jeremy and Elsie? Jeremy yeah, and Casey. Were you trying to, like, benefit their names? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we went with them again, and um, Nelson rented a big Yukon. I remember it as a big black Yukon SUV. That's that's nice for your memory. Uh, the actuality was it was a silver Yukon SUV, so you're correct. Uh, he did rent an SUV, and, but it was silver. Yeah, it was black. Mm. So... Um, or maybe it was black because it was so dark when we left that I remember it as black. But no, I'm pretty sure I remember us driving down, like, the beside the ocean in this black SUV. So, um... That's a nice memory. <laughs> I, like, I would have liked to have been there for that memory, too. But... I was there for all of the silver SUV memories, which happened in reality. Yeah, whatever. We'll let Nelson and Casey decide because their memory is probably better. And I don't trust yours. <laughs> oh, my, you don't trust my, my, my memory is the one that's not to be trusted. Okay. But regardless, it was really nice. It was really it? nice. Like, yeah. And it was really nice of him to like rent a vehicle that was like just everything that we needed. We packed it to the brim. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're going to the beach, you do, you end up taking surprisingly amount of stuff. Yes. And because you end up with, you want your beach chairs and some kind of shade and you need ice chests. Uh, Tennis swimsuits. Yeah. Like. All the swimsuits <laughs> for you girls. Uh, the golf club. We brought our golf clubs oh, for the right. guys like, yeah. so we could play golf. And and you just want to be a little more comfortable. It is like driving distance from Dallas, like you said. In fact, around Dallas, you will see a lot of 30A stickers, which that highway that runs through like from Rosemary Beach to Destin is 30A. And so you see a lot of 30A stickers around yeah. Dallas because it is so drivable that people from Texas go there quite a bit. But if you rent the vehicle like the Nelsons did for us, it makes it a lot more comfortable. Yes. It's just far enough that you really do need to be a little bit more comfortable. Yes. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of needed it. We sure enjoyed it for sure. And um, I'll never forget driving there that morning. We left like early in the morning. Um, we're morning people. All four of us, like yeah. we get up and start the day, so we're like all. I love that um, about us. It makes us. It makes them tra- fun travel buddies because we never really miss a moment. And but I'll never forget. Like we, for those of you who don't know, if 
you have ever been driving through Dallas or Texas, I should say, Texas in general, there is this massive travel stop called Bucky's. Yeah, Bucky's. It's got this big beaver on it. It's really cheesy and it's got it's massive. Like the parking lots are massive. The gas pumps are massive. Um, the store itself is massive. It's like shopping plus food plus all kinds of stuff. You don't think it matters until you show up and you're like, I really like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you. It sounds ridiculous until you've been. I remember the first time I went, I think I went with uh, co-workers on like a trip down to Houston and back and they were like, oh, are we going to stop at Bucky's? And I was like, why are we, why are we making such a big deal about this gas, gas station? station? Yeah. Like there's, there's a quick trip right there. Quick trips are nice. We'll just go to, and they're like, no, 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 we got to go to, we got to go to Bucky's. And then you go inside and you're like, oh, I get mm-hmm. it now. I didn't know it, but I need all of this stuff. Yes, I need all of it, including I ended up buying a blanket and a neck pillow with Bucky himself, Bucky the Beaver. It's like this <laughs> just, oh my gosh, it's such a yeah, like eyesore and I still have it. Yeah, it's so soft. anytime it gets under 60 degrees, the Bucky blanket makes its way out it's and so follows soft. you around. I love it. And it was perfect for that trip. So I think at one Bucky's, I bought the neck pillow or something. And then the very next Bucky's, I was like, I'm going to need the matching blanket. And so I got the <laughs> matching blanket or something like that. But yeah, there are pictures of me like with my mouth open, falling asleep in the back with my blank, my Bucky's blanket and my Bucky's pillow. So, yeah. Yeah. You're all about Bucky's. Love it. Um, what else? So Case was pregnant. So yeah. that was a big deal because it was a long drive. I mean, it is doable, but when you're pregnant, like notably pregnant, it's... Whew. Yeah, she was four or five months pregnant, right? She was pregnant enough that like you could tell like she was showing in full Mm -hmm. and she was uncomfortable. And, um, despite how comfortable our nice big black Yukon was, (laughs) it was like, I mean, it was like a long trip for her. She was a really good sport. And, um, uh, she's always joking about how often she has to go to the bathroom, which is hilarious because then whenever case is pregnant, she really got to go. She really got to go. And so uh, it was just a it was a hoot. And so we kind of took our time. Um, and then it wasn't really that. I don't remember it being that bad until like the last mile or two, literally. Right. The last mile or two, which turned into the last hour or two. Well, that was the thing was that there's a bridge mm-hmm. and it's like a two lane bridge and it's really the only way into Destin from the direction that we were coming. And so we were only, I think it literally was like a mile and a half away. Yeah. So you're looking on your map and you're like, oh, we've only got a mile to go, but it took for so ever. long. In fact, all of the traffic in Dustin that year was really bad. And yeah. I've heard that from other people too, that like the construction, it's just not really laid out for the amount of people that come to visit. Yeah. So getting anywhere just took, it was a, a little bit of a beating. It I was really surprised forever. by that. Yeah. And it, it does take forever. And it's such, it's such a family spot that I feel like everybody's in some kind of big SUV or minivan or something like that loaded to the brim with like 
stuff and kids and everything else. And so everybody on the road, yeah, is it just gets congested really fast. Yeah. And at that last mile or two, we were sitting in that traffic. And I remember Casey was like, I think, I wonder, like, I think I might get out and walk. And I was like, I mean, you might be more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, this is pretty bad. Um, so, but she, she held out. She was a, a real trooper. Yeah, that she was a really, it out. Yeah, that was a really long drive when it was all said and done. But yeah, okay. and we stayed at another beach condo. Yeah, we did. Another another beach condo, um, one that we had picked together. And um, it was great. Again, yeah. like another nice place with great balcony and view of the ocean. Um, it was right across the street from from the ocean. So mm-hmm. not only could you see it from the balcony, but you were like an elevator, an elevator ride downstairs and then cross the street and you're on the beach. Uh, beautiful white sands mm-hmm. and emerald waters, which is what Destin is kind of known for. And it really is that nice. Like people go on and on about Destin and you're like, well, it's still in the U.S. Can the beaches really be that great? It's not the Caribbean, but the beaches are really nice. The sand is really nice. So yeah. if you haven't been like it's. It really is nice. Yeah. And you guys, if you heard our last episode, we had done another beach condo in Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was good. Like, the condo was great. Um, but the beaches, for them, for it being so close to Dustin, they're not quite as good. It was a little yeah. windier, a little rougher. Um, the sand wasn't quite as soft. Um, mm-hmm. And then also just um, jellyfish was a thing, Yeah, too. we didn't experience any jellyfish in Dustin. And the water wasn't as clear. and Right, yeah. Yeah, the, like the or beaches were... As clear in Gulf Shores. Destin is much clearer, right. more pristine. Waters. Yeah, the water is nicer, like prettier. So definitely definitely worth going a little bit further. Yeah. To get the... If you're really into the beach and the water, which is why you go to those places, then yeah. it's worth the effort. Yeah, and this time we rented a boat. That was fun. So fun. And I had never been on a, like, private boat, I guess you could say, out on the ocean. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd never been with somebody who had rented a boat and was just going to drive on the ocean. Like, I'd grown up with family with, um, you know, going to the lake and all that kind of stuff and having boats and jet skis. But not this. It was really cool like it fit it felt big yeah. it felt like oh my gosh like we could go out and get lost so easy it does feel a little intimidating and you can't like you can't go out into the like ocean ocean like you can't like head for mexico so you kind of have to stay you can like you can but you're but not uh, you're not supposed you signed, to yeah you yeah. signed a document <clears throat> saying you won't <laughs> yeah exactly and so you you stay sort of in the bay but um, you're still on the ocean. There's still waves and, and stuff. And we were, we're fortunate that Jeremy kind of knows what he's doing when it comes to boats. So thanks Jeremy. Yeah. He was, he was captain Jeremy for the day mm-hmm. and, uh, got us around, but it was like, it was really cool. A lot of fun. Yeah. We saw, um, dolphins in the water. Mm-hmm. I felt like right away. Yeah. We like drove around the coast looking at all of the beach homes, which is really fun. Mm. And then um, made our way to Crab Island. Yeah, tell people about Crab Island. I thought that was so cool. I didn't even know it existed before we went. And then we started looking into it and we're like, oh my gosh, you guys look up Crab Island on like Instagram or something. Um, you're going to see like, you know, 
it's beach photos, so you'll see all types of things, but it's so cool how it ends up being, they call it an island, but it's really not an island at all. It's really like a sandbar in the middle of the bay, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you can kind of look around you, basically you show up and there are floating restaurants and floating, um, there might be a floating stage where people are dancing and there's music and there might be, um, a floating, somebody driving by with like a snow cone stand kind of yeah, like on a boat, boat. Yeah. yeah and then there's just all kinds of things you can do um which was so fun because it's really just people tailgating in the water more or less right and the the sandbar makes it so that the water is only a few feet deep mm-hmm. so you're able to kind of anchor and there's a ton of boats anchored out there and you can get in the water and literally stand there in you know waist to chest deep water and hang out around your boat. And then, like you said, there's all the the restaurants and things like that. We went and ate lunch at one of them, like mm-hmm. one of the floating restaurants and stuff. And it, it just, it's this massive area just full of people just hanging out and having a good time. It's yeah. really cool. It's really neat, especially just because it's in the middle of the ocean. It's kind of cool. And a great way to kind of break up um, being on the beach. Yes. You know, and I love to like sit on the beach and... And in the sand and, and do that. But after you've done it for a couple of days, you're kind of like, well, I'm, I'm ready for something a little new. And Crab Island is a great way to still do the same stuff, but in a new way and yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, it just dawned on me, like, you can't really do Crab Island without a boat. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to you've got to rent some kind of boat or or just have access or, to some yeah. some kind of vessel to get out to it. Yeah. But. Oh my goodness, such a great time um, being anchored there all day. And yeah, it was, uh, I took me a nice long nap there on Crab Island. It was amazing. I'm always taking naps. You had a lot it's of naps. Like my go to. A lot of naps for you on vacation. You know what else happened a lot? It rained. Oh, it did rain. So much. Well, and we, Jeremy and I, had really been looking forward to playing golf. Mm, that's right. And we had like booked a couple tea times at some nice, nice courses, like paying more than we had ever like paid to play golf. And, and we were so looking forward to it, had been looking forward to it all summer to finally get there. And it is just raining and raining and raining and it rained almost every day. Yeah. But the day we went to play in particular, well, we played twice and both times it, it rained and rained and rained. And one day in particular, we went out and it was kind of starting to rain when we got there. And the golf course was like, if you want to go play, you can. And our, I think our green fees were not refundable. So it was like, well, we, As like, well. We, yeah, we sort of have to. So we went out and, we would like sit in the cart while it was like rain kind of hard. And then we would get out and try to play, but then it would start to rain. And after, after doing that a few times, we were just soaking wet anyway. So we were like, we're just going to play in the rain. <laughs> I love that. And we did. And it was, it was just poured down rain. We're just drenched. Everything just soaked to the bone. Like we literally had, like just hopped in a lake and then gotten oh, back out crazy. and but we like we played we played all 18 holes because we're 
we're troopers and we weren't going to miss the the opportunity. Oh my gosh. Playing golf was better than sitting inside and watching it rain. So we, but it rained and rained and rained. And we were the only ones out there. The only ones dumb enough to keep playing in in all the rain. (laughs) But it was, it was brutal, especially that second day where it just rained and rained and wouldn't stop. Did you like the course that you were on? It was a nice course. Like it was really pretty and really nice, but it was, it was kind of hard to tell because it was so wet. Yeah. I guess And that. like we didn't play well because it's just, it's hard and there's water everywhere. So it, it ended up not being great golf, but it was a great time. And there might've been a, a beverage or two there <laughs> to, to keep us uh, occupied. So it was uh, it was a good time, but not great golf. Yeah, uh, we had been shopping all day and looking at, just acknowledging all of the rain, and it was just like, oh, like it was like annoying just for going shopping to have to deal with all the rain. And so we just kept thinking of you guys, and we're like, oh my gosh, and kept checking our phones to see if you were like, come get us. <laughs> and then when we finally did come get you in the black Yukon, you know. Um, <laughs> We um, we came to pick you up, and I believe y'all were in the bar. Y'all were like, okay, y'all, we're we're done. We had given yeah. all we got. Yeah, we found our way to the bar. It was dry in there, and uh, <laughs> we were we were more successful. I was just glad that you were able to find us because I knew that you had gone shopping, and being being able to find the car would be kind of difficult since you didn't know what color it was. <laughs> That's a good one. That's pretty funny. Um, I'll never forget, too, like, the funny things that you remember. I can, I forget all kinds of things, but I remember we were all really on this kick, and we loved these button-up Columbia fishing shirts that we were all buying. So, like, the guys had some, the girls had some. Like, we all had these, like, oversized fishing shirts that I still love mine, um, mm-hmm. and they're just like super comfortable. You could throw them over a swimsuit. You could put them on while you're on the boat. And, um, we were kind of obsessed with them and ended up getting like, like everybody got one at some point <laughs> on that trip. Well, we had like Jeremy and I had had them for a while. And I think you guys were a little jealous of how that's, cool we looked. I think that's true. Them. And so you mm-hmm. just kind of, we kept on. trying to borrow yours. So we yeah. ended up buying our own. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us and maybe next time we'll be talking about your product right now. Um, Let's see what else. We also won night we went to rosemary beach that was a lot of fun too yeah different town a Mm -hmm. little bit further to the east um and it is so cool like it's worth just checking out um because it's so picture perfect these little neighborhoods um and that's its thing right like it's like that's the thing is like rosemary beach is made to look like a picture perfect beach town and um the thing i think is interesting 
and helps people visualize this when you're talking about it is that um, they filmed the Truman Show movie um, starring Jim Carrey. Yeah. They filmed it there. And, and so you, if you guys have seen that movie, you might remember that he's living in this little perfect bubble, this world that's made just for him and everything is perfect. Well, they really filmed that in a place the real place that exists called Rosemary Beach, which I think is just really interesting. Um, yeah. And I wonder how perfect you have to be to live there. Um, sounds like I don't know. Really I don't think they would let us in. No, for sure. They barely let us like get food and cocktails there, which we got at a place called The Perfect Pig. Yeah. It was really good. good. Yeah, we really liked it. Um, especially because I'm just going to say this again, like the beach towns it can be hard to get food that's not fried salty seafood yeah it's so hard to find we, i feel like yeah we experienced a lot of that there in, in every Destin. time we've been like, to a beach yeah location it, it is in florida right yeah and it's i mean it's the trendy thing it's i feel like it's a family thing where everybody comes and and I like I like fried shrimp and, and French fries and hush puppies just as much as like the next guy. But once you've had it once or twice, then it's like, okay, like I really need a fresh option and there just wasn't much of that yeah, to be found. My body hurt. Like my stomach couldn't handle all the fried food. Yeah. But um but perfect pig. We really liked it. We really liked the cocktails. Mm-hmm. We really liked the food there. It was good. We went to a few other places. Uh, Beachwalk Cafe um, was one that was really good. Um, we had dinner there, and it was like a more upscale place. And we sat out on the porch and looked out over the ocean while we ate, and we had a really good time. Yeah, that was nice. That night, it was just like we got to sit and talk and have conversation, which perfect weather. Yeah, like was really. It's what we were there to do is hang out with our friends, have a great meal, look out at the ocean and just laugh together and and have a good time. Yeah. Um, We tried to go to a place called Captain Dave's. Um, Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, don't go to Captain Dave's. It was crazy full. And I think we we tried to call ahead and they wouldn't take reservations. And so we just showed up. And they're like, well, the wait's going to be like 45 minutes. But in our experience, driving anywhere took 45 minutes. Right. And so we were like, that's fine. Yeah, Yeah. just sign us up. And they sent us downstairs into this like basement almost. And there was a bar down there, but it smelled all musty. It smelled like mold. Yeah. And And it it felt more like the place that they send kids to keep them quiet because there was a bunch of kids there wasn't really a bar at all right it was like get get down there get down there in that basement shut up wait wait till we call you and we were down there forever and finally we just gave up and we left and we're like no we're not doing this like we're we're getting out of here so we left i think we walked across the street and went to a place like called kenny d's beach bar and grill okay um, and it was, it was fine. Um, we, yeah, it was like, fine. the food it was, was fine. Like, it has one of those vibes, like an old shack. And yeah. so you just kind of walk in and you feel like you're like in some kind of like, you know, beachy shack and everything, you know, is very casual as most, as a lot of places are, um, on yeah. the beach, but. Yeah. yeah, you you know, you before you pick a place, you might check and make sure that there's not a dress code because there were some places where 
there's kind of a dress code, but most places in a, in a beach town like that, I feel like there's going to be some people in swimsuits. Yeah. And so that's kind of, they just take on any and all. But uh, we also, we had brunch at another broken egg. Mm -hmm. That Um, was good. It was really good, but it took forever because construction again, like just trying to drive there took forever. Um, one place we went to, uh, the whale tail, the whale tail, uh, we were going to walk there from our condo and this storm blew in and it was crazy windy. Yeah. And so we end up running for like running for our lives, barely making it there before, like it really starts to pour down rain, but like, it was just windy, crazy. I think we have a picture of us, like just windblown and crazy, but we finally made it there and, and we're able to eat and have, and have some drinks there. That was like, that was fun just because of the, the crazy windstorm that blew through. Yeah. It was like a fun memory. Like, yeah, it's just a fun memory of like, Oh, crazy storm, storm on the beach. And, and, and well, that happened to us uh, a couple times, like a couple times we saw a storm kind of coming. And so we would like, we'd be on the beach. Okay. A storm's coming pack everything up, like all the shade, the chairs, all the stuff back up to the condo, which was nice that our condo was right there by the beach. Cause we True. could do that, like just back up. But then one, one time in the afternoon, we were like, you know what? These things never last for very long. We're just going to ride it out. Everyone on else on the beach leaves. It's just us, <laughs> just the in. four of us. And we like huddle under our like sunshade tarp, Case is super pregnant and we're out and like this windstorm blows through. I think it rained a little bit, but it was mostly windy in this kind of crazy storm. It seemed like a terrible idea, but we stuck it out. We made it through. And then right after the storm, we get the perfect spot right where we want to be on the beach. The water gets crazy calm. And I don't know if you remember, but we went out and swam in the ocean. I think that was the best like the best time mm. that we had actually in the ocean was like right after, like minutes after that storm was That's over, crazy. everything was like perfect and still and still. And like, we just, we had a great time, but that yeah. was, it was crazy riding out that storm on the beach. It really was. We have a some, I think we have video because we had a GoPro. We got a GoPro mm-hmm. right before this trip. And so we were testing it out for the first time. And we like, I was like taking it underwater and doing like just having a good time with it. And I think we've got video of like the storm coming and you like look over and see Casey like with the tarp basically wrapped around her face. (laughs) And she's like (laughs) under the tarp and like has it wrapped around her body. It's pretty funny. Um, And we, you know, we had to protect our, you know, our ice chests and all of our our beers. (laughs) Yeah, gotta keep that stuff safe. (laughs) So funny. But um, yeah, that was like, was, okay, so... We use the term Pina Colada Berg different times. Was this the time? One of the times where we use Pina Colada Berg? Yes. Hashtag yeah. Pina Colada Berg. That was the second. That was the second Pina Colada Berg. Oh, okay, yeah. Pina Colada Berg Part Two. Part Two. That was um. That was a lot of fun. We like. Okay, so you're talking about different food places. I'll never forget this one time we were going to get donuts and we'd seen these these great donuts. We'd even heard other people talk about them. I think um. 
Melanie and Casey Harding, our friends, had mentioned, like, there's this great donut shop. Be sure to check it out. And we're like, okay, okay, okay. So we, like, are making our way to this donut shop. And I'm driving um, the Black Yukon, you know. (laughs) I'm driving it in the rain. It's raining again. And I'm, like, mad that it's raining again. I'm just frustrated. And it was, like, like all of the traffic, all of the rain. It was just, I was over it. I was so, it was too much. I was just, and it sounds so little, but it was just like all these things building and building and building. And so everyone was like, um, do you just want to stop driving? I think everyone's kind of like a little afraid for their life too. Yeah. So they're like, why don't you just pull over and let us drive? And I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah, it sort of became a hostage negotiation, kind of like you had taken all of us hostage and we were negotiating our way out at that I point. I was getting pretty frustrated. And um, and it was a side of me that Nelson and Casey, that were close friends, but, you know, I try not to show it to anybody. <laughs> and so they were kind of getting to see it and they don't get to see it all the time. And I think they were like, I think it was all they could do not to bust out laughing because they're like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But I just had had it and um so we pulled over and I don't remember who started driving but somebody saved me and um but it had just been we laugh about that story but it does for me like kind of it was a big part of the trip it's a big memory from the trip for me because um I just had had a lot of emotions building up and it had been a lot had happened between this trip and the trip we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Um, it had been a whole year. Um, two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. Um, and so a lot had happened. We, and so this was 2018. In 2017, um, I had given birth to our daughter, Hollis. And um, you guys can, we talked briefly about her in our first episode because... Um, well, because it's a huge part of our life. And yeah. and so, um, but this was the first vacation that we'd really been on since having Hollis. Right. Um, and the the real story there is that Hollis didn't get to live. And she lived six days and um, was diagnosed with a condition um, called NKH. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it, she wasn't sustainable. Um, she couldn't continue to live. And so, um, we were kind of going through that. So this is, you know, this is about a year later after Hollis has passed. Um, but a year is such a short amount of time in the grand scheme of grief. Right. And, um, and I was just, I wanted to get away. And I think I wanted like all of the like grief to stay at home mm-hmm. and it didn't. And I really thought that it would, especially with the Nelsons coming with us. I just thought I wouldn't be sad or I would be less sad than I was. And yeah. I still was like sad enough. It was hard and you just, you can't vac- take a vacation from your emotions. It doesn't work like that. And, right. um, and so that was, um, that was really hard. I actually like, um, for those of you struggling with grief, um, I have had a blog, which um, I don't keep it very active now, but all the videos are still out there. Called, It's called Joy, Grief, and Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's just a video blog where I just like 
basically cry all the time. <laughs> not not true. Um, but I do cry in the beginning. But um, but I just kind of talk about like um, trying to find joy in grief and then also being real about it. And um, and so I'm just I just look back at that trip and I go, man, I was really sad. I didn't realize. And there's an actual I, I filmed one of the episodes there um, because it was um, I was so sad. And, um, and I remember just wanting to spend so much time, um, alone, which I didn't, I don't think I ever told anybody that, but I just kept going back out onto the balcony and by myself and, um, spending time alone and, and I was just sad and, um, it built up and built up and it built up until we went to get donuts Until the donut place and driving to get donuts. And I was like, no. No, this is not going the way I thought this vacation should go. And um and I never really told anybody that like it was grief that was driving my manic stop my manicness, but um but looking back it's very clear. And even at the time like I knew like you're like you're just you're sad. Like you like these are the moments that you think your daughter would be present for, you know. Right. These are the moments that you think um you thought it was going to be different. Like I had a swimsuit for her to wear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that, that kind of stuff is just, uh, it's really hard. You never know how your life is going to unfold. And, um, but you know, there's nobody I would have rather been on that trip with than our friends, yeah. you know, Nelson and Casey, they just have been there for us. Yeah. They, they really have like, they've been, they've been through it all with us and it was, it was, nice that our first vacation after we lost Hollis was with them yeah and and we got to be there with them what would you say to somebody who who is at a point of of grief whether that's from loss or some other some other thing that they're grieving and they're looking at their plans and they've got a spot on the calendar where it would make sense to take a vacation but they're like you know what I'm I'm going through all this grief right now. I don't want to go somewhere else and just be sad there. What would you say to them about traveling while you're grieving? Mm, that's a good question. Um, well, I never cancel a trip. <laughs> so I I would still go, um, but I think to each their own. You know, you don't know right. what's best for different people. For some people, if you lose a spouse, like suddenly you you can't afford to sure. go on vacation anymore or, you know, different things happen and, and different people have different needs. But, um, but I would say like, um, it's okay to be sad, like one way or another, it's not what you thought it was going to be. Right. If you go, it's not the trip you thought you were going to go on. And if you stay, that's not how you intended to originally spend your time. Yeah. And, um, being honest with yourself about how you feel, you know, um, don't explode on the way to the donut shop. Like, just <laughs> like be honest with yourself. And um, what would you say? Well, I think you, I think you have to give yourself the space to work through all of those emotions. And I think so many times I feel like we think that that has to be one or the other. That if we're going through grief. Everything has to be sad. We have to wake up in the morning. We have to be sad all day. 
until we go to bed at night and our dreams will be sad and everything will be sad until one day we're not sad anymore and then everything will be happy again. And that's just not the way that it works. Mm. So I think we have to give ourselves the freedom to be sad when those sad times come and then give ourselves permission to also be happy Mm-hmm. when it's time to be happy because I think you can feel that too you can feel that that tug of like don't be happy right now you should like you should be grieving you should be sad this should make you sad don't be happy right now and you almost feel guilty for enjoying something or for taking a trip or or something like that and th- neither of those is is helpful or productive um just pushing it aside and saying like, nope, I'm not going to be sad anymore. I'm going to be happy because I'm on vacation. That's not re- that's not being honest with yourself and that's not being honest with those around you. So I would say give yourself permission to feel those feelings mm-hmm. and work through them. Because like you said, when you when we went on this trip, it didn't change things. Like you're still going to be impacted by that. But don't let it, don't let those feelings and that grief that you're working through cripple you. Yeah. But also don't be afraid to feel it when you are doing something that is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget the first time I laughed after Hollis died. And I, it was both like a relief to know that I was capable of it. You know, like I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that felt like, I can still laugh. Like that felt really good. And then immediately feeling guilty because I'm not supposed to be laughing. I, you know, my daughter died. Um, but then real quickly I realized like how healthy that was. And they're like, I'm going to cry hard, but I'm also going to like, I'm going to like let joy still be a part of my life. And, um, but it's so hard and I could see how people maybe hold that back. Um, but yeah, and I, you know, in terms of like traveling with other people too, whenever you're grieving, um, if I was really, if I had been, you know, known more at the time or been able to have more difficult conversations, like I, I would recommend, you know, telling the people you're going to travel with, like, here's what I think this, here's what this looks like for me. I think yeah. I'm going to need the mornings to myself. I think I'm going to be sad some, I want to have a great time or I'm, I'm going to want to talk about it. Just heads up. I might talk about it or I don't want to talk about it at all. Can we just pretend like, can we just pretend like, well, I know that's not the case and I, you know, I'm not going to ignore it necessarily, but, but I would like to get away and, um, will you help me get away? Mm -hmm. And, um, cause people don't know what to do. Right. And they don't know how to help you. And um, fortunately, our friends, Jeremy and Casey, know us well enough that I think sometimes they know what we need when we don't even know what we need. And um, they are just beautiful in how they um, they share their own they let us experience their grief with them, and we experience our grief with um, with them and to grieve with I us. Think- I think you're right. I think if we had it to do over again, we probably would have talked more openly, even Mm -hmm. on this trip, about how we were feeling and and the stuff that we were going through. 
And I think had we done that, it probably doesn't lead to a moment where the emotion is too much. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we have to switch drivers on the way to a donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Okay, guys. So uh, we realized that back in this episode, sort of in the middle of the episode, we shared some information that wasn't exactly correct. And we wanted to come back and correct it for you. Um, it's come to our attention that the SUV that we had while we were in Destin was silver. So I regret to inform those of you that had listened to Hillary um, that you were misled and we profusely apologize for you being misled. However, if you thought that I was right and you were listening to me, um, you were correct the whole time, which feels really good. Oh my gosh. So we've created, hopefully we've created like these memories in your head that were like um, about a black SUV, because that is how I remember it is a black SUV, but we did some fact checking. Yeah. And apparently that's not true. Mm-hmm. What happened in reality uh, was that we were in a silver SUV. Says like, who? Says who? Like I remembered. Uh, because we checked with the Nelsons. <laughs> and I sent a text with no prompting, no leading. I simply asked what was the color of the SUV that we were in when we were in Destin. And the answer came back, silver. <laughs> Until they realized that they were embarking upon um, some contentious space yeah, with us. Yeah, once they realized like, a few, oh, wait, wait, then wait. like side taking started happening and like plea deals and things like that and so then it got muddy again but uh it sounds like it could have been a silver silver suv yeah it does sound like it was (laughs) uh, a silver suv well okay so then as we wrap up Mm -hmm. a question for our listeners out there who are your best travel buddies I feel like everyone's got some. Um, so if you were going through something hard and you were grieving somebody you loved or grieving um, something that's happened in your life or recovering from something, um, who would you want to be with you? Who would you want to travel with? Um, I'm very curious about this. I like wish people would really reach out and tell us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I hope people share with us for sure. Yeah. Um, they can do that. Uh, you guys can reach out to us in a bunch of different ways. We're on Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. You could message us if it's something that doesn't really feel like it makes sense to put in a comment mm-hmm. or something. Um, and you can find out uh, more about us at travelfomopodcast.com if you so desire. That's right. And next up, we are talking about a vacation that we took with some of our other favorite people, my family. So Mexico, we went to a all-inclusive resort. Yeah, another all-inclusive for us. Yes. um, It was a great time. My brothers both went, brought their Mm -hmm. spouses. My um, cousin Felicia went, um, brought her husband. And it was really fun. Um, We met all kinds of people. We It'll be fun. Can't wait to to talk about them. Um, We love all of them. And we love to travel because life is so short. Wonder well. Thank you.